You see, once a man makes a covenant with a woman, there's, there's an incredible responsibility from both parties to hold up their part of the deal, their end. You see, if the woman decides, you know what, I'm not, I don't like everything that's in this contract. And she goes and she breaks a rule here and breaks a rule there. And she doesn't abide by if you want to follow me, if you want to marry me. The condition in that contract that the husband said, if you want to be my wife, you need to walk in this way. I'm going to expect you to not go and be with other men. I'm going to expect you to not defile the marriage bed. I'm going to expect you to walk as I walked. And that's what Yeshua calls us to do. You see, when we enter a covenant with him, we come into this agreement, which is very serious because it's sealed with his blood. It's so serious that the father gave us the book of Leviticus to demonstrate how animals had to die to seal a covenant. And in the same way that now his, in, in our covenant with him, it is sealed by his own blood. The death of God's blood seals our covenant. And so that means that, you know, we need to understand that the consequences of breaking a covenant means that you're going to be just as dead as the one whose blood was shed to seal the covenant. You see, so that means that we have a responsibility to not only say I do, but then walk it out. And it's not, I'm not talking about a save by works thing. I'm talking about a simple, I'm going to walk as he walked because it's part of the covenant contract. And yes, when we fall short, he has grace. Just like when we are in a marriage, we have a loving husband, we have a loving wife, whatever the case is, and one falls short, there's going to be restoration and love and forgiveness. But if we are in a place where we are continuously rebelling against walking as he called us to walk, there's going to come a time when that husband or wife is going to be like, who are you? I don't know you. Depart from me. You see, and in the same way, that's how the father calls us, the intimate relationship of being obedient. Now you ask, Petey, your title of the video was why we get sick um, having no fruit. What has this got to do with any of it? It's got everything to do with everything. Because one of the main reasons that people get sick today is because of a lack of fruit. You say, Petey, how can you say that? I'm going to show you. And so let me tell you the story. It's a very popular story. You may have not heard it, but it's been misunderstood in many cases. You see, one day Yeshua was hungry. He was walking with his disciples and they saw this victory up there on the hill. And as they approached this tree, they saw it was green. There was leaves on it. It was healthy, but it wasn't seasoned for bearing fruit. And as Yeshua observed it and he saw there was no good fruit, there was no fruit on this tree, he cursed it and he said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Now, I bet when his disciples saw him do this, they were probably like, what is he doing? But nevertheless, Yeshua walked off and they walked and they approached to the city and they went to the city and they approached the temple of God. And at this place, he saw money changers. He saw people selling doves and he started getting angry. And he started pushing over the tables and he started chasing out the merchants. 
And he said, my father, this place is supposed to be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he rebukes them. He rebukes this, this, these people. This, because this temple, he sees and recognizes this temple is not bearing good fruit. This temple is inhabited by the lukewarm. And he and his disciples, they return to the fig tree. The fig tree that he just, he just cursed before they approached his temple. They come to the fig tree and they see it withered away. And it's dying. It's dead. And, and the disciples, they, they see, Oh, Master, look, it's the one you cursed. Now it's dead. And, and Yeshua says something very peculiar, something very random. And whenever you stand praying, if you hold whatever against anyone, forgive. So that your Father in the heaven shall also forgive your trespasses. But if you don't forgive, neither shall your Father in the heavens forgive your trespasses. Now, brothers and sisters, there's something I want you to see in this incredible story. You see that fig tree, the first time they approached it, we know that trees represent people. Trees, it's like that the blind man Yeshua healed. When the, the first time Yeshua prayed for him, he opened his eyes and he said, oh, Master, I see trees walking as people. So there's that, there's that connection in the scriptures with, between trees and people. I'm not submitting that the fig tree represents a person. Represents a person who is healthy, who who can bear leaves. That all, it's a, it was a healthy tree. That tree was bearing leaves. It was, it was, it was nothing wrong with it. But it was bearing no fruit. You see, and Yeshua, he actually said, "Oh, it's not the season. This tree is out of season. That's why it's not bearing fruit." But he cursed him anyway. You see, it's a picture of our lives. You see, God, if we are healthy, we can bear green leaves. We're a healthy tree. And no matter what the season is, if we don't bear good fruit, we're going to be cursed to the root. You see, brother and sister, when we enter that covenant with Yeshua, that covenant of, of we're going to follow you, God, we say yes, like that. All the people Yeshua came across, he said, you want to follow me? Lay everything down and follow me. No matter the season, you lay everything down and you walk as I walk. You see, there's no excuse of seasons. That tree didn't have an excuse of, oh, it's not my season. That's why I'm bearing good fruit. It doesn't matter. Yeshua cursed him anyway. And in the same way, Yeshua calls us to bear good fruit in every season. As long as we're capable and healthy, that's the only exception. But as long as we're capable and healthy, He expects and demands of us to bear good fruit. And if we don't, we can't partake in Him. We can't partake because we, we know that we are grafted into Him, grafted into Israel, into Him. And But we will be ripped from Him if we don't bear good how do we bear good fruit, you say, Petey? I say, we bear good fruit by walking as he walked. And you say, Petey, what has this got to do with sickness? Everything. Because, see, brother and sister, that tree died from not bearing good fruit. In the same way, many people today, they die. Christians die because they don't bear good fruit. You see, you can't afford to enter a covenant with God, which is the most serious thing that any person can do in their life, but not bear good fruit. I tell you, it is better to remain an unbeliever than enter a covenant with God, yet not walk as he walk. This is the very reason why Yeshua said to all everyone who wanted to follow him, you sure you want to follow me because it's going to cost you your life. It's going to, it's, you know, you told the rich man, you want to follow me, you need to lay everything down, sell everything and to the poor. 
and then you follow me. You see, Yeshua made it hard for people to follow him from the get-go because he didn't want people following him halfway as lukewarm believers, as trees that don't bear fruit in every season. And see, the interesting thing is, is that right after that, he goes to the temple. And a temple that bears no good fruit because of the people, the lukewarm that inhabited it. You know, they were selling doves. They were selling all kinds of things there. And he threw it over. And the temple bore no good fruit. And what happened shortly thereafter? The temple was destroyed. You see, brothers and sisters, we are both trees. And we know we are, we represent, we are temples too. Where the Holy Spirit dwells. And get this. They were selling doves. The same dove that ascended upon Yeshua. The dove that represents the Holy Spirit. It's a picture of how we oftentimes sell the Holy Spirit. That was the very thing that caused one of the big things that caused the destruction of the temple. And see, so because of that, I'm telling brother and sister, I proclaim to you that if you don't bear good fruit in every single season, or if you have a, a temple that is defiled and you sell the works of God, or you have a temple where you are selfish, you're all about making money for yourself, you're all about your, your kingdom, your things, you're doing your things, your kingdom little things, instead of the things of God at the, on the front porch of his temple. Because see, this temple... It doesn't belong to you anymore if you've given yourself to God. If you've sold yourself to God, your temple is God's. But if you go and you go and camp on the front porch and do selfish things, I tell you that that temple will be destroyed. And the same way your body will be destroyed, you'll become sick and you will die eventually. Bearing good note fruit is recipe for the destruction of the tree and the temple. Both representational of our bodies. And so interestingly enough, that the, the, the last thing Yeshua says is right after the, this, this tree, they observe the, the dead tree. As they say, I tell you that if you don't forgive your brother and sister, your father in heaven cannot forgive you. And see, it's an interesting concept because that we know that forgiveness is connected to healing. And so in the same way, if we don't forgive our brothers and sisters, our father in heaven cannot forgive us according to words of our Messiah. That means that healing cannot come to you if you don't if you don't forgive your brother and your sister. That it's it is an impossible matter. And so I want to submit to you that unforgiveness and bitterness breeds selfishness, it breeds uh, hypocrisy, it breeds all of these things in us. And it's really a lot of times rooted in a, a root of bitterness and, and, and pride and unforgiveness towards someone else. I want to submit to you that tree that Yeshua cursed, that picture of that tree, that tree didn't forgive. So thank you for sticking through with me in this edition of the, on the Why We Get Sick series. As always, I encourage you to go to the Father with this thing, man. Go to Him and ask Him, Father, is there a root of bitterness in my heart that has caused selfishness or caused um, um, a pride or, or, or any of those things in my heart? Or is, there, is, it, is it because I have not borne good fruit in my life? Is it because I've, uh, I have long ago said I want to follow you with everything, but yet I went and I rather pursued my selfish desires and I pushed and I rebelled against what you have called me to do? Because see, brother and sister, a lot of times that's what happens. A lot of times that's the reason for our sickness. It's because we lift our things above the things of God. And so just as that tree, just as that temple that God destroyed, oftentimes we camp outside and do our own thing. 
Today the Father calls you, come and do the things that I have laid on your life. And see, brothers and sisters, the, the, the fact of the matter is that it's not simply God giving us these diseases. The reason that we get sick from these things is because it is actually our action. Because if you, you, are, if you depart from God, you will, you will walk in a place that is vulnerable to disease and sickness because you're walking out from under His authority. Just as Christ died for us, I mean, He is the one, it's by His Spirit that gives life to our mortal bodies. So if we are not directed by the Spirit, if we don't walk by the Spirit, but we walk by our flesh, we do our own things, that life is not going to be given to our mortal bodies anymore. And if life is not given, death comes swiftly. And so I encourage you to search that out with the Father. And Lord, I just, I want to end this off in a prayer, Father. Just lift this up to you right now, Lord. Every person who's watching God, I pray for you would bring, you would bring, you would bring a mercy and grace, Lord. And Father, Lord, right now, God, we just lift up, um, Lord, all, every root of bitterness and pride and selfish ambition. And Father, everything, Lord, that has come against your kingdom, Lord, in our hearts, we lift and we give to you and we put it on the altar. And Father, I pray, Lord, that you would come with your spirit and just fill, Lord, right now in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you for freedom right now. And where every disease and sickness is, everything, Lord, it's not of you, God. We command every disease and sickness to go around in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you for freedom, Lord, to the root for everything, Lord, for every root of cancer. We command all cancer to leave right now in the name of Yeshua, Father. I thank you for freedom from that, Lord, especially, God. And Lord, I just thank you, God, for all pain and to leave everyone who's watching right now, Lord. And I thank you, God, for changing hearts into a place where they're able to forgive and let go. God, I ask, Father, that you would allow us to do that in the name of Yeshua, Messiah.